Alrighty. Welcome to a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Wednesday episode. Hmm. How about that? Hey, my love. Hey, my baby. You okay? Yeah. Good. All right. So we have a first ever uh, Q and A, I guess. I first guess. ever subscriber question. Yeah, we usually we get like subscriber input. If you listen to our Monday update episodes, yeah, that's when we give people a chance to hit us up on the Talking Hour podcast Instagram. Yeah, because they'll know the topic that we're going over, and we we include people's um two cents and little tidbits and stuff. Yeah, but this one is like the first. Um, we're making a whole ass episode for it. Yeah. 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 So if you want any other advices or any other help, any other questions or anything like that, hit us up in the Talking Hour podcast Instagram. Of course, we're not like professionals. We're not doctors. Yeah. Um, well, I, I I will mention all that once we get into the episode. Oh, uh, I thought this was the episode. I know. I know. Oh, but I, I'm saying like the disclaimer once I get to the meeting. Oh, my problem. bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You ready for it? Yes. Um, <laughs> I think. Did I preview it? I think I did actually, right? A Monday so. update? Okay, so you know what? I'm just gonna go straight into mm-hmm. it. Um uh, the question goes, right? Mm-hmm. They said, Hello. I'm hoping to get some advice on how to stop my smoking addiction. I've tried quitting a few times, but whenever I do, I get really depressed. Do you have any tips or any uh strategies for managing these feelings? Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for hitting us up again. Yes, thank you for reaching out. I know that we do, or at least I do. I have spoken about um, how much I just don't like smoking, and I don't like yeah people that smoke. That's so mean, but it's yeah. true. I really don't. I think um, it's like a horrible thing to do to your body. I hate the way it smells. Mm-hmm. My parents, both of my parents smoke, so that's really where my disdain oh, for it kind of yeah. comes from. Yeah, yeah just it's just a horrible thing, mm. and I feel like you know I have friends that smoke and like family friends that smoke yeah. you hug a smoker now your clothes smell like smoke until you wash mm. like my hair my skin picks that up and as a lot of you know our neighbors smoke inside and we're in an apartment so they oh, smoke yeah. inside our house we did tell him huh mm-hmm. yeah and we're gonna have a whole ass episode about why we're gonna move we're, we yeah. decided to just move the whole state yeah we're not yeah, even gonna yeah. be in this state again yeah and <laughs> with, something happened today where we were like yep yeah yep yeah, well, that's going to be a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, well, for this this episode, I, th- I hinted at it maybe like in season two or mm-hmm. early season three, where I said, you know what, uh, maybe I'm not going to do like a like a diet episode or a nutrition episode, mm-hmm. but I am going to talk about like how everything is supposed to be balanced. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go a little bit into like this Like incorporate too. it into right, this episode. Right, right, okay. into this episode, because I, I think it will really help. Okay. okay, and now to put the disclaimer, uh, we are not certified nor professional at this subject, so any given advice today is purely prof- uh, personal, okay? Yeah. If you attempt anything said today and it does not work, then I'm sorry, but honestly, this type of thing is based on the individual, and given that I don't know that person personally, I would give a broad view slash mm-hmm. advice about it, right? And and this advice can't even be from personal experience because we don't smoke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just straight snorting. Okay. What? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the way that I'm going to do this is I'm going to dissect it little by little. 
Um, as far as the smoking of cigarettes itself, I don't really want to talk about the cons of it mm-hmm. uh, because I already feel like it's been done way too often. Yeah, it's so, pretty known. Right. At, at this point, you should know. Mm-hmm. And if your family member will look at you and discuss whatever the case is like you right. you probably have met someone who told you oh that's bad you see what i mean like yeah. have you seen the commercial with no, no throat and to, stuff? i think it was like in in one of those little science books you know mm-hmm. like when they have book fairs and yeah. like elementary school and stuff like that and they'll have like like science books that has is mostly pictures there's like mm-hmm. barely any words there's a bunch of pictures my brother had one and this used to crack me up He's my older brother. Mm. And every single year, he would, like, whip this book out. And there was yeah. a picture of, like, a pair of healthy lungs and then a pair of, like, smoker's lungs. Oh. And every time, he would, like, run to my mom and be like, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> every time. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, given that everyone knows about all those negativities, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to try and be as, like, positive as i can okay, okay right we, we don't want to shun nobody for the addiction okay. um okay so number one smoking is essentially a form of medication uh, meditation and i think i, I told you about this i just uh, want to enunciate essentially he said essentially yeah essentially okay, okay. oh my bad oh my bad no, i got okay. an accent they already know this i know i know we fit the episode well, that's like a whole different I word and i just want to make sure people know what you're saying <laughs> yeah thank you love thank mm-hmm. you all right, so, um, and I was separating to little bullet points. Mm-hmm. So, both smoking and med- meditation can have a calming effect on the mind, albeit a little bit different mechanism, right? So, smoking is known to increase the uh, release of dopamine, a neurotransmitter that can induce feelings of pleasure and relaxation. Similarly, meditation can help reduce anxiety and stress by regulating the activity of the synaptic or sympathetic nervous system there you go and do you know what it is nope okay it's pretty much the network of nerve that tells you either fight or flight so it's helping regulate that so it's calming you through and through right and increasing the production of endorphins which are natural mood booster Mm -hmm. okay and smoking a medication meditation i keep saying medication my bad (laughs) it's meditation (laughs) <laughs> both require a certain level of discipline and commitment to practice regularly um so if you think about it right if if you're at work or whatever the case is and you're a little stressed you go outside where there's cool and cool fresh air right mm-hmm. you light your little incense mm-hmm. you take deep breaths and then you try to calm yourself down but you're doing this with a cigarette yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that should be a no-no right, right. We, we're trying to avoid this but um I say that to say that you, if you do want to stop or try to stop, you try and replace that meditation aspect because mm-hmm. that's that's what it is, right? With something else, and I know meditating is pretty hard. Yeah. It's actually really hard. You have to be like very dedicated with it, and then you have to do it properly because if you don't, then yeah. you cannot defeat the purpose. I feel like that's why so many people combine um, like drugs with it. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like, like, oh, oh. Oh. like <laughs> it sounded like you were gonna go into it. I was, it. I was, and then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm over it. But um, oh, that's, no, 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 that's okay. cool. Like, like if you ever dive into like your hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. and you get into like all of all of that stuff, you start seeing like, oh, once all your needs are met, like 
you could start working towards i forget the word for enlightenment you could start working towards your enlightenment and everything like that and a lot of people especially with like hallucinogenics and Mm -hmm. stuff they try to like shortcut it Mm -hmm. by taking hallucinogenics but it's like the thing with enlightenment that i think a lot of people misinterpret is that once you reach it you have it and it's like Mm. no it's like a constant everyday task and like goal to set and even then because you have um, it for sparing moments right well even then like even if you do reach it with Mm -hmm. the with the drug i I feel like that's something that you have to work on yourself because in life honestly there's no shortcuts Mm -hmm. there's no shortcuts of anything in this universe as far as i've seen I right. guess so. Like, like you're trading something. Yeah. You're like really hurting yourself. Yeah. To have like a moment mm-hmm. of where you think you've reached yeah. enlightenment or whatever, have like a holy experience, whatever you think mm-hmm. it is. And um, yeah. So I think I think that's why those things go hand in hand. Like, oh, you're meditating by using a cigarette, whether it's inadvertently or not, because that's something that I feel like, as a spiritual person, yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of us are trying to do. Mm. Whether it's consciously or not, I think that's just like in us. Yeah, yeah, we strive for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and I had a bunch of bullet points on like similarities between meditation and mm-hmm. smoking, but I think you get the gist of it, right? Mm-hmm. Did I do a pretty good? Okay, good. Um, another, and I already explained that the reason I brought it up is because you have to pretty much replace the smoking for something else, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing that you could do is like an overall behavioral therapy. And if you don't know what behavioral therapy uh, is, it pretty much involves identifying and changing the patterns of behavior that lead to smoking. Oh, that's a really good right? um, bit of advice because yeah. that's that's a specific kind of beha- the kind of therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's like mm-hmm. there's the overarching therapy, and right. going to a therapist is different than going to a psychologist, mm-hmm. and a clinical psychologist mm-hmm. is different than a behavioral psychologist, and yeah. like a whole bunch of different things. And um, personally, somebody that's been to therapy and gotten therapy Mm -hmm. i went to a child therapist as a grown person (laughs) and i feel like depending on your personality depending on what it is you're going in for or or whatever like you you have to go through more than one therapist a lot of times because you have to find somebody that's going to match you and like i hate to admit it but the child therapist is what helped me the most Mm. so yeah yeah that's fair Good, good point thank you love um but yeah so like i said it helps identify uh, the patterns that leads to smoking, mm-hmm. right? Or at least it would help you. Um, it also includes learning coping skills to deal with triggers, mm-hmm. creating smoke-free environments. That's, okay. that's a very good one. Uh, or setting achievable goals to quit smoking. Because every time people go cold turkey or anything, it doesn't yeah. tend to work. So just make it manageable for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't know the person like that. So I'm not dwelling like, in specific on exactly what they should do so mm-hmm. it is pretty broad and every, everyone else who's listening they could also take some note or whatever the case is oh right? it's like it's like what they say for um alcoholics like if you can't participate mm-hmm. don't be there because yeah. then you're just tempting yourself yes and there's no reason to tempt yourself. There's plenty of ways to have fun. Right. There's plenty of ways to spend your time. If all your friends chain smoke, mm-hmm. then maybe it's time to just take a break from those friends. Right. Make some new right. friends, whatever it is. And th- um, that's a good example. Like, if you're alcoholic, mm-hmm. then why are you going to bars? Right. You know, like, 
Try, try try something else. Try cooking more at home. Right. Try out even avoiding restaurants where they go off of one. Right. And, and I like think that. like that whole birds of a feather flock together. Yes. It's really yes. hard to be a part of a social group that, that does just one mm-hmm. type of thing for fun mm-hmm. and try to introduce anything else into it. And that's right. fine. You could have that social group for that thing right. and have a social group for something else too. That's fine. Yeah. Just branching out and, and making friends that do other things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, number three is balance, balance, balance. Uh, I always preach balance. Mm-hmm. E- even while at home, I always give a little tips here and there. Um, eating better, of course. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, it all depends on who you are. I feel like we, not all of us, but there's a different like sections or group of people that if you eat chicken, you will feel better. And if That's someone else true. eats chicken, they might feel like shit. Yeah. You see what I mean? So yeah. it, it's it's all up to you. Your body knows what it wants. Yeah, honestly. you have to you have to learn how to listen to your body. That that yeah. is a big one. That's yes. a good thing to bring up because that specific example mm-hmm. is from our own personal life. Yeah. My husband, after eating chicken, like I see the energy in him, like yeah. eating meat. I see the energy in him. I see like he's happier, mm-hmm. he feels better, all these things. But when I have meat, it like slows me down. Yeah. It makes me nauseous. Like me and meat do not vibe like yeah. that. Yeah. And when I have like a lot of Chinese food, mm-hmm. I get very sad. I get yeah. very Yeah. Him and soy, sad. we don't yeah. we don't even keep like soy sauce in the house. I like to cook a lot of like quote unquote Asian recipes that yeah. calls for soy sauce and I've subbed it out for fish sauce instead mm-hmm. and um other things that bring me mommy because it's it's not worth the trade to me. Yeah. Our happiness for food. Mm-hmm. And it's I think like if you grow up in a home that has a lot of junk food, which yes. I've seen and I've been a part of, um, thankfully my mom like got on a health kick when mm-hmm. I was like young enough. Mm-hmm. But that living off of junk food and you're you're equating happiness with that high fructose corn right. syrup, which is highly right. addictive and like all these things that yeah. they're not satisfying. They're just making you hungrier mm-hmm. in the long run, they're making you more mm-hmm. depressed. It's hard to fight those cravings off. Yes. Because I don't the I think it's a crazy thing that cravings don't actually come from you. It comes from the gut. It comes from the, the, the bacteria in your gut. Yeah. In your gut. I'm struggling with my words. Yeah, that's fine. And um but good news though is like the bacteria in your gut sheds mm-hmm. like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. You have a it's whole pretty fast, new yeah. bacterium biome. So yeah. if you could hold off for those two weeks and sub in for something else, like yes, that's that two weeks freaking sucks. Oh yeah. You have, you have to make it through, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's like maybe. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't take off from work to do that. Like you know and, what I mean. Fill also, your time. I also, up. never um, never had cheat days. Yeah, cheat yeah. days are not worth it yeah. to me either. I went alkaline for two or three months at a time. I did it twice, mm-hmm. and I've come to find out this year that my whole life I had acid reflux. I didn't know yeah. that that wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i thought oh yeah anytime anybody has a glass of milk they kind of spit up a little bit like yeah. no big deal it's just spit up like <laughs> yeah. anytime somebody has meat they're nauseous and spit up and it turns out like the alkaline diet was like perfect for mm-hmm. what's going on with my body yeah and putting you on that diet i don't think would be as productive yeah. because we don't have that same mm-hmm. body thing going on but um the cheat days after for me after seven days, I was great. And my form of cheats, because you're not supposed to have like fruit with seeds in it yeah. or like certain fruit or um, bread and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
I wouldn't cheat with Little Debbie snack cake. You right. know what I mean? You, you I would cheat with something with... way... It's still healthy. And yeah. I, I still don't feel nearly as guilty. Yeah. I still consider it a cheat. Mm-hmm. And it would be once on the weekends. Oh, you can't yeah. have meat. Oh, I'll have fish. It's a small portion. Right. It's, you know, all these things. But and I'm, 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 I'm glad you brought up that point because uh, it's, it's very tempting just to fall or follow a certain diet. Mm-hmm. Like oh, keto or this. Yeah. And everyone wants to tell you. It's it's fine to to have a baseline. It's fine mm-hmm. to be like, you know what, I'm gonna do the uh, vegetarian or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, and I'm gonna do that. But I'm gonna include this because I do need this. Yeah, well, I need lentils because yeah, of that's my fine. blood. You know what I mean? Like that is completely fine. You shouldn't feel pressure to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to strictly do this. So when I say there's no sheet days, it means going to McDonald's. It means you see right. what I mean? Like right. it means the very toxic. This shit was nowhere in nature. Yeah. This shit has been produced yeah like it has 15 GMO to shit yeah like plastic bags surrounding yeah. it <laughs> yeah so that's 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 not what i mean um but yeah any like bananas or anything like that coconut perfect perfect right. thing to shit for um also second little bullet point uh, when when coming to balance not just eating better but feeding your brain things that will not trigger anything that's fair don't watch yes. other people eating Yes. Little Debbie snack cakes. Don't right. hang around people that are smoking, yeah. chain smoking. Don't. Because if, if you tell yourself, oh, I could watch uh, Food Network, whatever, mm-hmm. that's not going to give me cravings. But honestly, there's a sign of McDonald's and unconsciously you're like, I want McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? Because that's, that's, that's how that shit works. So right. whether you like it or not, it just, it just how it works. So um, like you said, stop hanging out around mm-hmm. people. I would say if you if you're watching things that are very toxic, even even if yeah. you're watching like uh live or what you call this type of TV like show, the like the TLC, um, yeah, yeah. What is it called? Like Ninety Day Fiance and stuff yeah. like that. Where reality it, TV, yes, reality TV, oh where where it could be very stressful, even mm-hmm. though you don't think it's stressful to you, it is. Yeah, it, it is contagious, right? Because emotions are contagious. Mm-hmm. That that might lead to trigger to be like, oh, like I need to smoke. Oh, mm-hmm. I need this. So just maybe try reading a little bit or right. Don't watch scary movies. Like whatever the case is, have at least one week to detox. Yeah. Remember when I was like, oh, like let's not do this for a week mm-hmm. or let's, you know, let's pace it out so we could we could see exactly what our trigger points and be able to like, oh, okay. Avoid let's, it, yeah. Exactly. Or let's like let's deal with it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that show, never mind. Fuck it. Yeah, right? we do that. Yeah. Um and an interesting little nitpick about that, because people may be like, oh, that's BS, right? Mm-hmm. My brain has anything to do with it. Okay. Um, this article came out in August of 2022. Mm-hmm. It was a recent study. It says, while most people enter a relationship with every intention of being loyal, research suggests that up to 75% of men and 68% of women have cheated in some way, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a study has revealed that infidelity may be contagious. Yeah. Researchers from Richmond University found that people are more likely to cheat if they know that others are having affairs. So, you're telling me just knowing someone's cheating on somebody could make you cheat. And just like that reality TV, like half of that is about cheating. They're coming out with a whole new show where it's just about, I have 15 husbands and my first husband doesn't like it and he considers it cheating, but I don't care. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. It's crazy. And then we want to like reward cheating to like just being open and stuff. Whatever the case is. 
um entanglements that's hilarious oh my god <laughs> but I, I put the example of cheating just because it applies to everything yeah. so even for the smoking if you're watching tv whatever the case is and they keep mm -hmm. smoking the reality tv or like whatever the case yeah. is just feed the brain good things right whether it's reading the bible whatever it is for you just <laughs> do that right uh, i have another bullet point is go outside and take some sun It is one of the best anti-stress, anti-depressant mm -hmm. of all time. It releases a bunch of chemicals. Like, it, it doesn't wonder. Going outside, yeah. just taking a little bit of sun. Even if you're not working out, just like 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Breathe, breathe some air. Don't smoke. That's so true. Yeah. That's Tell help me why when, when I was a kid mm -hmm. and I'd be throwing like massive tantrums. And I was too old to be throwing those kind of tantrums. I don't even lie. Yeah. My mom would literally like eventually i'm done screaming mm -hmm. be like oh i put an orange on the on the front porch go eat it yeah so that i always sit outside and, and eat an orange yeah so that stuff works it does it does uh there was this story about this woman that came into the doctor's office she thought she was pregnant she was like very bloated and stuff like mm -hmm. that and the doctor was like no it's not a pregnancy whatever the case is but it looks like you are stressed out And then they tried, like, giving medication, whatever the case is, but she was still very bloated. And then she said one day, she said, you know what, fuck it. She left, uh, instead of going to lunch, she left to go to the beach because I think she worked, like, near the beach. Mm -hmm. And she sat down, and she said the stomach went away. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that sun is is very nice, right? Uh, another bullet point, because this is all part of the balance. Mm -hmm. And you see how much it encompasses, like, yeah. the brain, everything, everything encompasses in it. Um, humans are social creatures. I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah. I know you have people who are introvert. I'm a, I'm a big time introvert. Yeah, and but when you I, still talk to people and yes, still socialize. Yes, because you need to. So right. you still need to go out. You still need to be around people because if mm -hmm. you don't, after a while, depression is just imminent. Yeah. It is bound to happen. You're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel like people are against you. I don't you, think it's the same thing to be on chat sites or yes. talking on the phone. Yes. It needs to be in person. And exactly. Rush. That's why I said go outside. It, that, that, that distance you have with mm -hmm. that device is not good. Like You might as well just be talking to an inanimate object. Right. You could be talking to an AI. You yeah. see what I mean? Like At that point, it doesn't even matter because you honestly don't even know the person on right. the side. So having that interaction in person. It's very good. Even just going to the park, having right. small talk, whatever the case is. That, if, if you don't good. know, like, you know, I think um, it is harder and harder to make friends the older you get. Yeah. Just go to church. You don't even have to be religious. I feel like that's the best, easiest way. Yeah. I don't I don't go to church. I don't like going to church. I don't yeah. care to go to church. Like, that's not where I stand. But um, I definitely recommend it to people that don't have any friendships and you could take those friendships outside of the church it's just a place to gather yeah. just think of it that way just it's an yeah, easy if, place to if, gather if that's you're trying not to centered find, around i would say don't go for small church small church they they will have you be very uh like a part of the thing right mm -hmm. and then they will want to like change you per se so i would say go to one of those big church where they have oh, like, like a church a, right where they have like a singles group where they have uh oh yeah they right, do have like those right. extra things and you don't even have to go to the actual sermon yeah to be you a part don't of exactly you, you just have just to be there mm -hmm. yeah. and then they go bowling because i, I used mm -hmm. to go to one of those big church and they they used to go bowling they used to go like on field trips and stuff yeah. like that and amazing time like and that's they, true and, and they'll they'll come and pick you up right 
and they'll pay for your stuff if, yeah. if you don't got it like that. So that's that's a that's a very good point. But thank you. And then it's and it's not going to be centered around drinking or smoking or yeah anything bad for you. It's just having a fun time. Right, right. Um, another bullet point is working out. Yeah. Yes. Whether we like it or not, I know being active is kind of tough for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a very effective way to help manage depression. Depression. Exercise has been shown to release endorphins, which are natural chemicals, yeah, for boosting mm-hmm. moods and stuff like that. Uh, it can reduce feelings of pain and stress. So, it, overall, working out is very good. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, like, doing 30 reps 100 times. You know, right. Like, it's just any movement in general. Yeah. Outside of your normal daily tasks. Right. Whatever you do, do a little more and keep doing a little more. You know, right. until you reach that that point of oh, I, I feel like I'm doing good. Right. If you're walking five thousand steps, maybe do ten thousand. You know, a little, or maybe seven thousand. I keep building up to the ten thousand. Yeah. Like whatever the case is, you just, just try to do the, maybe clean up a little more and stuff like that. Right. That helps. Um, another. Let me see. Do I have another bullet point? Well, it's just saying that overall, regular exercise can improve uh, your overall health which in turn can be positive impact on your mental health. So mm-hmm. it, it also helps like with sleep quality, uh, increase energy levels, and reduce symptoms of anxiety. That's true. So all that is just going to keep on keep on helping you. And that was the balance section. Um, as far as the depression, of course, the previous stuff still mm-hmm. helps with depression. But because they, they mentioned, oh, once I stop, oh, I get yeah. depressed, right? I always like to uh, bring up this quote, but I have the actual quote. now. So it says, research has shown that what makes us happy is achieving small goals one after another. If you win the lottery within six months, you'll probably be back to your baseline of happiness. Same if you go into an accident. You can't just achieve happiness and stay there. You have to pursue it. Mm -hmm. So happiness is like, a very toxic relationship. You mm. you have to keep going. Like you have to be a yeah. stalker. You you have to every day, pretty much every minute. Mm-hmm. And like this, like it says, if you win the lottery, you think you're the happiest person ever, right? You mm-hmm. buying this, you buying that. You, and then at what point? You know, like a lot of those people, right. they get depressed. They start doing drugs. They start, and they just go downhill. So, um, work on that if. You know, achieving happiness is, oh, let me clean up this area of the room, mm-hmm. or let me go outside, let me take the dog out, whatever the case right. is for you. Just take a shower. Right, right. Take a shower, take a bath. I don't know, like spice it up. You know, like yeah. do something. Go outside with a friend or whatever the case is. Um, but yeah, and then I put a bunch of examples, like drink the eight uh, glass of water and stuff like that. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, if it's something you don't do occasionally, try to do those things. They are healthy. That's fair. Yeah. Spend 15 minutes reading a book, you know, or 30 minutes practicing meditation and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all the advice that I have for them. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, don't be afraid to feel your feelings. Yeah. Being depressed when you're addicted to a substance and you're quitting is a sign that your body is pushing it out. Yeah. It is a sign of change. The cigarettes are not making you happy. Also, before I go into closing, you are right. Uh, cigarettes is a very band-aid situation. Mm-hmm. Within the moment, it does calm you. But in the long run, is is making you more stressed and more anxious. 
So the more you have it, the more you get hold down the line to a point that if you are like a big super chain smoker, it does nothing, right? That's you true. still get stressed and stuff like that. Look at like cooks and line mm-hmm. cook and stuff like that. So it at the long run, it is not the solution. So I know you're saying if I stop, I get depressed. I'm sorry. You do have to get that depression phase out the way. And hopefully you have family members and stuff like that that you could reach out or make a game plan before you. Quit. Right. Right. Exactly. Maybe just tone it down. Right. And slowly right. wean yourself off. If, if that's the way that your mind and body works, mm-hmm. like only, you know, you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe try to get to the root of what that depression is. Like, do you have pre-existing depression? Mm-hmm. Um, is it something from your childhood? Is it something yeah. from your day-to-day life? Is it you? Yeah absolutely hate your job like cigarettes and drugs in general help block your mind from Mm -hmm. realizing what's upsetting you yeah and i think that's what a big a dangerous thing to me about it is Mm -hmm. is that i want to know that i have a problem with this thing yeah and i can fix it but if you're taking substances and i'm saying this from the standpoint of taking birth control Mm -hmm. because i feel like birth control really muted my judgment and did not allow me to feel my feelings. Yeah. And like, you know, I've talked to plenty of weed smokers. They'll yeah. talk about, oh, I don't like feeling my feelings, all these things. And it's like, mm. if you don't, you can never grow. Right. You're stuck. Right. Yeah. And ju- just because they reached out, of course, I could recommend going to a therapist, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to do that. Right. Just because they reached out to a podcast. You see what That's I mean? Right. It's like, I'm sorry that I'm judging, but I, th- I just think that's the case. I'm, a lot of people, they don't think therapy works and stuff like that. Yeah. And honestly. Like, I, I hear a lot like, oh, well, I talk to my friends. Your right, friends do not right. have a PhD right. or in the way a, your mind works. Shit. Not even <laughs> any certification. Like, they have nothing, right? Right. So, it is good to talk with certain people, like people that you actually trust. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that other person has their own thing going on. Yeah. They have their own issues to handle. They might not be the best for that type of scenario that you're handling with. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you have someone who's able to listen and stuff like that, because I, I used to be that, that person for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I would just listen. I would give a little bit of advice here and there. But you mainly just want to let them get it out. And I feel like just letting stuff out does help a lot. Because once it's out, you speak it to a sixteen, and then you're like, okay, like now you can face it. Right, exactly. It's now more you can tangible. face it. Yes. Whereas before, you just keep bottling it up. Yeah. And that 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 doesn't go nowhere. That's true. Yeah. And it's, I feel like I feel like um. Okay, I feel like people make friends with people that are just like themselves. Yes. And it's like if if you grew up eating chunks of glass and you're only hanging out Mm -hmm. with people that grew up eating chunks of glass they're never going to tell you hey you shouldn't be eating that this is what it's doing to you that's why you go to a therapist so they could be like hey you know you you weren't supposed to experience that Mm -hmm. you weren't supposed to go through that and and i think maybe you should be talking about that and thinking about that and reflecting on that yeah and um that's that's like a huge part of it and that guidance that um is judgment free yeah that is really important. You're talking to people that, and I'm not saying they know everything, mm-hmm. but if you find one that works good for you, and it might take 15 different tries. Yeah. Like I've definitely heard from friends and family that it took them a lot of tries mm-hmm. to get somebody that worked right for them, and that's okay if it, it doesn't. Um, 
you know, they always end up stumbling upon something that they're like, oh, that was the root of it. I yeah. didn't know because yeah. everyone in my life had experienced that or yeah. was doing those things. Yeah. And again, the environment could be toxic too, like you said. Yeah, and you don't e- even know. Even your family members, they might even shun something that might be healthy or might be yeah. good. That in your mind, you're like, oh, I wish I could do this. But if I do it in front of my family, mm-hmm. then they're going to think I'm weird or they're going to think this, this, and a third. Yeah. Right? So, again... um, in closing, because I'm ready to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. No, but uh, seriously, in closing, that's why I try to be as positive as possible during this podcast. I try to joke around a lot less than I usually do. If you want to keep hearing back the episode for the advices, you can. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't just have to apply to that person who submitted the, the question. It mm-hmm. could apply to anyone else dealing with any type of addiction. Mm-hmm. The big thing that I want people to take away from it is you can't solve something by trying to fix one thing. It is an overall thing because we're such a complex being. Mm-hmm. We we have to be complex in our solutions too. Right. And an 18-year yeah. addiction isn't going to be solved in one day. Right. Exactly. So, you just step by step. You just have to be willing to do it. Right. Um, and I, I, I'm, I was raised religious. So, I always like saying uh, mental problems require mental solutions. Spiritual mm-hmm. problems requires, uh, you know. So, I say I have to say, like, if you're having depression, Money is not going to fix it because money is a material thing. It's mm-hmm. not a mental thing, right? So just have that in mind too. But uh, that's it for me. Anything else for you? Nope. Alrighty. Bye. Good luck. <laughs>